this. Okay. I'm gonna get like more relaxed. I was watching some of these podcasts. Like, yo, these, I never watched YouTube for these podcasts. Yeah. So yeah. watching now, I have a little bit more time. Like, yo, these guys are just chilling. I'm like, <laughs> yo, so that's what I'm doing last night. Yo, I went like that. Yo, like, yo I gotta get more comfortable nah, too. You gotta chill, man. You gotta chill. Yo, someone just chill like this. Yo, move the mic up. That's why, and then they'll just go Indian style. On the... <laughs> yeah, just do that. Yo, if I wasn't here, I'm like, yo, this man. I don't just... know how he does that shit. Yo, I like, cracked my whole elbow. I ain't got all that flexibility. <laughs> I'm gonna do that this week. I gotta do some yoga. Ah, here we go. I gotta do some yoga. I got my inner Dylan out. Yo, this guy's holy. I don't know how you're doing that. Um, still no fluff. Still no fluff. Still no fluff. Yeah, no episode no one fifty five. Episode one fifty five. Welcome. 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 Welcome to another episode of the True North Views Podcast, yes, Toronto's sir. official, unofficial podcast Dunno. discussing hip hop, R and B, and the culture. Now, as usual, I go by the name of Harris. <laughs> something dill, something dill, Podcast something God. dill. Oh, that one goes down, and the game is tied. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, my bad. You already know who it is? Skirtmaster here, Mr. Triple Double himself, zero assist. Chase, Chase. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Chase, Chase. 70 mil from the TTC. And be a champion. Chase. You can call me Just Shola. And as usual, we are here giving you our views from the perspective of a couple first generation Torontonians. Is it is it three pitch? We're watching softball. I I have no idea. I, I don't. Or is it strikes and? It strikes and I think okay, it's, okay, it's okay. still strikes and balls like baseball. It's just, yeah, because it's opposing pitcher, right? It's just that um, makes sense. Pitch. It's just a. Uh, underhand. I think less innings too. I think I like think seven six. innings and then it's yeah. underhand or some shit. Then, yeah, underhand for sure. That shit is hard though. Yo, it is. That shit is hard. Let's let the people know where they can find us. Of tell course, them, at them. True North Views on Instagram, on Twitter. And on our YouTube, of course, on our YouTube, you will find our full episodic experience. Why are we wearing the jerseys we're wearing? Um, Shola's playing the part. I don't have any respective gear, so I'm just doing the best I can. Let's go, um, Leafs! So, <laughs> hold on, let's let's yeah, let's let's get them. Uh, hold on, let's go, Leafs! Oh uh, wait, let, let uh, wait, hold on, uh, my, my air horn. Let's go, Leafs! Woo woo woo! We're not hopping fast, but we don't have the the horn. But we do say end of first period, we end do. of. Come on, man. We've been man. seeing this coming. We're Torontonians. We, we, don't we even, just, we're hockey fans just like that. Don't even ask us how we did. I'm not a hockey fan. I'm not going to no. act like I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. I'm not even a hockey fan. <laughs> I, I rep the Leafs because, you know, they're from the city. That's exactly. about it. I rep the Blue Jays because they're from the city. I don't think baseball is a sport, but that's a topic for a different day. Tell them where to find us. Yeah, I mentioned YouTube again. Do all the algorithmic stuff, please. We would appreciate it. Subscribe to the channel. Like our videos. Comment on those videos. Let's Comments. have some good discussion on there. On our Twitter, sorry, on our Instagram, what you will find is clips. Clips, 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 clips. Posting of the episode so you know when the episode came out. You know what the episode notes are um, and, and all of that type of material. Again, on our Twitter Random tweeting, random liking, random retweeting, music discussions, uh, retweets with funny comments on them, retweets with meme reactions on them, etc., etc., etc. Just know that at this point, whatever you see 
on that Twitter at True North Views page happens while I was Back home smoking meditating. Meditation, you see, is very important. It teaches you two important things awareness and acceptance. And if you can get those two things popping, I need a better intro for the show. I know. I've been th- I've, honestly, every time you say that, I'm always like, we need to think about a better line there. Yeah. And I'm like, but Tre- um, Trev. <laughs> Dylan did have something with the podcast dropping, but it, but no, it, it, it wasn't. It, it needed something. It needed a lot of workshop. It wasn't it. It wasn't it. It wasn't it. Um, I put a, a random message. So quick pre potpourri. Quick yeah. pre potpourri. Quick pre potpourri. Do you know? I put me- a message on the thing before you uh, go on the link. What are you gonna oh, say? Okay, no, okay, you're gonna talk about the link, right? Not the link first. Oh, okay, okay, then okay, I'm gonna talk about the link. Before I don't know the much link. About it. Before we do the link, we have to do something a little ceremonial. Okay. Um, so I put on the board there. Today's about mics. Who is Mike? You may ask. Right. Who so. Is Mike? It, you, you, uh, would Mike. Think, you would think it has to do with the fact that my mic is fixed. Oh, wow, look at that. Finally, my time. microphone stand is fixed. It's Damn, sturdy. Look at that. sturdy as hell. I can, ah, hey, I, yo. Hey. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> yo. <laughs> so, there's more mics in the room. Pause. Right? There's more mics in the room. Pause. Right? So, if you recall, we have to do this while Dill's not here so that when Dill comes back, you know, because we can't do it while he's using the mic. We can't. So we know Dill is using the first mic we've ever owned. The portable or the whatever. The cheapest mic we own. It's the alternate mic, we'll call it. Alternate mic. Yes. This mic goes down the list. So when we got these, this became mic three. <laughs> became the, in, case, <laughs> in case we need an extra mic, mic. Oh, man. So Dill has been using this. He's been holding it down. Right? Bodying it up. Pause. I have to... Yeah, hey, yo. <laughs> yo, I can't say nothing to them. So, oh, while Dill's not here, while Dill is not here, I want to present Dill with his Rockefeller chain. Cheese! Give him I want to present Dill with his Rockefeller chain. Hold on. We got Dill his own Rockefeller chain, so we can only do this while he's not here because when <laughs> he is right. here, his chain's gonna be on. Exactly. So, aka, who be using the mic? <laughs> here's hey, Dill's Rockefeller chain. Look at that. Mine got the newest model too. Here's Dill's Rockefeller. chain. We got chain. that from Elliot. So now we're gonna have three stands. <laughs> right here. Right there. Boom. So the, the man can be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So we got Dill his own Rockefeller chain. So. I guess while he's not here, let's let the Rockefeller chain represent. We we saw this before he did. He did. He didn't even see this. Mm-hmm. So y'all seen it before he did too. Y'all are seeing this before he did but too. You probably watch this before he does too. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. So we're gonna leave that right there. I'll put up there for the day. Dill got his Rockefeller chain. Jeez, um, glistening, yo, Elliot. What you do, yo? <laughs> Elliot. Yeah. Shout out to all of our um, Yahoo Fantasy sports fans because yes. at this point. Dill is healthy, but is on IL pro- uh, COVID protocol, he is. and he's still on the IL. And like I said, that shit is triggering, because I am yeah. not trying to hear health protocol no more. Fuck that yeah, shit. Yeah, I lost all my playoff series because God. of health protocols, but I digress. You know what I'm saying? So, wanted pre- to present Dill with that while he's not here. Let's go. Congratulations, bro. Okay, next quick pre-popery topic. You see what's going on with Toronto? We ha- I feel like we had to acknowledge this because it's bullshit. So I don't understand this. The reason why... Now, I was going to say, can you explain this to me? Because I'm not 
fully sure. Like, I get what's happening, but I also don't understand fully what's so happening. So in a lot of ways, I don't fully understand what's happening either. Fair but enough, what I do know is that in a nutshell, Toronto police are kicking homeless people out of encampments. Now, I was just hit. I was told two things about this from the police side. Just being okay. advocate. Of course, of course. I'm not saying anyone's right. Literally, they devil's said advocate. one where they are, where the encampment is, is like Lampoon, that like, U of T's mm-hmm. field. Mm-hmm. And two, they say it's just not safe because of like, for example, the fire that happened. I think earlier this year there was a fire in one of the encampments. Okay. There was a fire. So they're just that, those are two things they were saying. That, now, right. That's their reason. Right? Exactly. That's their reason. And now, now, I, I, me, as an uninformed person, I'm just hearing both sides. I'm like, I don't know. I'm now, not what I would ask is in the month of May when school is typically not happening, do U of T students care that their field is being taken over? No. And on top of that, <laughs> the safety hazard, I think leaving them outside is a lot more dangerous. Well, yeah. But they are outside. Where, no, no where I know. But is? it's like, it's like somewhat of a i don't know oh like a more like controlled yeah controlled like environment compound. compound that's a good that's a good way to use it i'll read some of this article see if it can provide some context for us then we'll then we'll move on um again just no no deep discussion about it but again i thought we would mention it because it's disgusting i mean it's toronto please being toronto please remember when the, that black man that we were shouting out building was getting houses. sued by the city for <laughs> building for the homeless it's not safe that's always our thing it's not it's safe. not safe okay oh, they make they make help them make it safe. Yeah. Rather than just saying nah. But they can increase um, the police budget by anyways. Um, tensions flared at a homeless encampment in Toronto on Wednesday as city officials, flanked by dozens of police officers, moved in to clear the site. Residents and their supporters shouted at police, who in turn threatened many with arrest. At least three activists were handcuffed and uh, three dwellings were dismantled outside of Lamport Stadium before officials moved out, leaving about two dozen living structures in place. Scott Bailey Kelly was among those living at the encampment who did not want to leave when the when ordered to do so on Wednesday. He said, this is freedom. Um, there is love here, said Bailey Kelly, who has lived at the site for four months. I'm going to miss my new friends here. I don't have any family. They've become my family. A few dozen people have been living in tents and homeless, sorry, in home-built shelters outside of Lamport Stadium since the pandemic began in March 2020. The site is one of dozens that popped up throughout the city after many homeless individuals left shelters for fear of catching COVID-19. The city has said that encampments aren't safe and have been working with <laughs> and have been working to move those living at the sites into hotel rooms. Cap, cap, cap. Uh, again, I won't move on, uh, continue and, on on there, but just to end this thing, like on this topic. Yeah, I've always said if I had money, I would do something for the homeless, create a place for them rather than just put them in hotels. First of all, they can't afford that shit. How are you gonna put them for two days and say, okay, now you're on your own? Yeah, what the fuck See, are you uh, gonna do? Hope you had a nice retreat, free breakfast, continental breakfast. Yeah, and you get a, a fucking like, yeah, one free night like, stay. Say, like, the government get a voucher for a the night. The government doesn't try to help homeless people; they just don't want them on the streets. That's all. They, well, they need the disparity. They're lying. They need the disparity. They need the... I don't know. They create a... Get a building and make it affordable living for people, quote-unquote homeless, you know, to not be on the streets. I don't know, but whatever, man. I'm man. just... I'm just one person. What do I know? I feel like it's just done intentionally. So it's like we're, 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 we're talking to a wall. We're talking to a fucking wall. Nah, Anyways, music that. potpourri. Music potpourri. Music potpourri. Starting with HBD's. In the culture. Yes, yes, yes. May 17, we are shouting out Sugar Ray Leonard. He turned 65. Karuchi Tran, she turned 33. Taj Smart Guy Murray. If, by the way, if you don't know who Taj Murray is, go on Disney Plus because you probably have it and go watch Smart Guy. 
your life will change. He turned 35. Shout out to Lena Waith. She turned 37. She's mad young too. On May 18, Super Duper Kyle, he turned 28. On May 19, Jojo Siwa, she turned 18. You were and Jojo Siwa. I knew it. Yo, she only got there because of that line. To Have be you honest. ever looked at Spotum Gotham's um, top played records on Spotify? Is it Jojo it's Siwa? Spotum Gotham Part One, Scottum Bottom Part Two. I don't know what the song's called. I'm just it's saying. Spotum Got, yeah. Like, uh, Spotum Gotham Four, Scottum Gotham Two. I don't even know. Beatbox Challenge or whatever. Beatbox Challenge. <laughs> Yo, it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, May 19, Marshmallow 29, GSP 40, Kevin Garnett 45, Yo Gotti 40, May 20, Buster Rhymes 49, May 22, Naomi Campbell 51, and May 23, Ryan Coogler 35. In my elementary school, they used to play that beat when they're doing birthdays, and it's time for birthdays on the announcements. I'll do a whole man's birthday. Today's birthday is Harris. He turns 11. <laughs> I managed to see you in the class. That's wild. But now my birthday was always on like that week that didn't happen for school. So I was protected oh, yeah, by that. You were uh, <laughs> raised out of holidays. Protected. Okay, let's move on to a random fact. Um, I didn't call. I didn't read this. So. The news is kind of slim this week, which is fine. I, I feel like most it. of today is going to be about uh, music review, I feel. Um, so, yeah, random fact. This, is, this I thought was interesting. Now, this is only Spotify. Right, and we know Drake to be big on Apple Music, clearly, mm-hmm. oh, everywhere, everywhere, but Apple Music specifically. Monthly listeners on Spotify, Drake has fifty-two million monthly listeners on Spotify. Okay, fifty-two mil regular. The yeah. baby has fifty-three million monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah, monthly listeners ain't shit. Monthly listeners ain't shit. What do you mean? Monthly listeners just means how hot you are at that current moment. True. We've so talked about it. it's like it changes every like, every month. Like Drake's fifty two million is probably consistent. The baby is probably peaking at fifty three right now. It's like fourteen, twenty seven, fifty three. You and Jojo Siwa, fifty four, back down to fifty one, back down to forty. Okay, that's what it is. Whereas Drake is probably because it's like when they were pushing that whole oh my god look at um what's that white kid Killer Roy. He was like number twenty something in the world. Monthly listeners higher than Kendrick Lamar. Oh yeah. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. is he better than Kendrick Lamar? Like, no, he's not oh, better. Just he just, he just, came just, up just with a... been a lot more recent, and people listen to him a lot more. Whereas if you look at and when people put all his stats, he was like an increasing. Yeah. Whereas you look at Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick was, was consistent. Like increase too, actually. So okay, that's fair. I get it. But shout out to him though. That that's not a. It's still a big achievement. No, of for, course. To get, but uh, yeah, no, that, was, that was like interesting. I thought that was an interesting random fact. Uh, I want to move on to a little bit of um, melodramatic news, uh, anticlimactic news in I some agree ways. With that word. So your favorite new rapper, <laughs> um, formerly known as, um, I don't know, are we allowed to say that? <laughs> Technically, we are. Wait, actually, yes, but like I just choose not to because. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's not like say the N word, and I'd rather not. If no. <laughs> did you see that clip? I think it was from the Chappelle show. Oh, man, where he was like, somebody posted. Oh, okay, I think I got it. I think it's on here. No, it's not. But there was a clip, I think it was on Chappelle's show, where the person was like, my, my rapper name is Lil, Lil Nigga. <laughs> I've come to a big decision. I decided to drop the Lil. 
Yeah, that's what she. That's what it sounds like. To so her, that's yeah. what that's what uh, Lotto did. So artist is now known by the name Lotto. Um, I don't like it. I, I'm not. I like fan. Big Lotto. I like Big Lotto. I like either. Big Lotto, but she Lotto didn't go just... with Big. We were we were campaigning for Big Lotto. She should put a poll out there. I feel like Big Lotto would have got a lot of views. That would have been actually a great idea. Because <clears throat> Big Lotto just sounds like yo, like you're not you're you're big, like mm-hmm, you're like, hyping yourself up. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, Lotto. Lotto. I used to go like Lil Lotto, Young Lotto. Delato. <laughs> Delato. Yo, Delato. 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 That's hilarious. Well. YBN Lato. Should we go with that? Think about it. YNW Lato. Think about it. YNW Lato sounds like stuff. Um, but yeah, no, again, uh, that's that's really all I cared about in the news yeah, really. this week. So let, let's get right oh, into it. I just some... saw something quickly. Oh, it's go ahead. Probably should be on the keyboard league, but I was going to say it says Culture 3 dropping June 13th. Yeah. Sorry, June 11th. Yeah, let's make that a, let's make that a keyboard league. Okay. There. Why not? I'll man? just put that in there quickly. So yeah, keeper leak, man. Keep 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 keeper leak. Keep keep keeper leak. Um, to your point, Migos Culture Three, uh, June eleventh. You said June eleventh. Yep. So that's in a that's in a couple of weeks. Obviously, we know it's coming out, so we don't have a question of keeper leak. But I guess my question to you will be: I think we kind of asked this already. We did. Do we want to see more? Like, are we looking forward to Migos? I guess now that we have the straightening single, or I, if if I'm getting more straightenings, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But, like, I need to know that they put in time. Like, Culture 2 felt like they didn't care about it. Like, they were just kind of like, we're going to get numbers no matter what. I feel like something was up with the sound of hip-hop back then. I feel like it was Maybe. transitioning from, like, getting rid of the... The the, the non-good people? <laughs> the, what do you call them? What's their the names fluffs? that we make fun of all the time? Pump and... The Fluffs. And Perp. We get rid of the Pumps <laughs> the and the pumps Perps of the, the world. Yes, world. yes, that's a good one. But we keep the, say, the little baby type of yeah, rappers and, and music and things like that. The Polo G's of the world emerges. And, you know, uh, and then obviously the people that have passed away, the King Von's of the world, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like you, the sound kind of stayed the same, but the quality requirement went yeah, way up. Because everyone starts seeing that, oh, it, it looked easy. Yeah. Like, yo, if it looks easy, then I got to start the quality shit. So I almost feel like I get that, I get Culture that. 2 was coming out when the when the subgenre was like going through that transition. Mm. So now that the subgenre is beyond that, now we know that Quavo has been through some shit. Now <laughs> yeah, we know oh, that exactly. Offset has been through some Let's shit. Go. Um takeoff, we don't know what he Ooh, that was a nasty. Ooh, that curveball was nasty. Or that, that slider, under, I mean. That was underarm too. Nah, that was nuts. Ooh. Anyways, um yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to Culture Three. I think Same. I think they're gonna have some shit to say, and I think it's actually gonna be better than we think. I think so too. I yeah. hope at least. It will, after straightening. But we said, didn't we say after Culture Two, we need like 14 songs instead of 35? Yeah, don't give us like 28 songs. If it's 28, after Cole said that bar of you did 30 30 songs just to do a measly hundred thou. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? You guys say that bar to drop 30 songs and then do do 60 thou. And then do 110. Um, next keeper leak. TV show reboot. TV show reboot. TV what show, show reboot. This? I have no idea, man. I surprised myself with these. Oh. Things. Oh. I don't yes. Know. Yes. Oops. Yes. Let me play this. Let me play this. Yeah, Quick story yeah, time. For the last two years of my life, bringing the Ned's Declassified Adulthood Survival Guide reboot to life, it's been a huge goal of mine. Imagine Ned, Mose, and Cookie getting out of college, struggling through their 20s, bringing you tips on taxes, online dating, self-care, roommates, budgeting, all of it. I wanted it for you, I wanted it for me, and I thought it would be amazing to make a self-help sitcom for a generation that could use a friend. Cookie and Moe's were on board, the original creator and producer Scott and Michelle Fellows were on board, but we don't own the rights to Ned's Declassified. So, we pitched it to Nickelodeon and Awesomeness TV, who do own the rights to it, and they 
passed on it and they won't let us take it to sell it somewhere else. So for now, the reboot's dead and uh, I'm really sad. And uh, thanks for being fans. <laughs> Damn, that's sad. I don't understand ownership with these fucking companies. They don't, they don't understand consumerism. They just look at numbers and they just say, this, they don't understand like cult following. They just look at this only gave us this much numbers, so we're canceling it. Mm. They don't realize that this cult small numbers is always time. and it's always going to be there. A if you're only generation's getting five hundred thousand, a new generation's going to come yep. into it, especially if it's a survival mm -hmm. type thing. That's so for context. Sorry, um, Ned's declassified school, school survival, survival guide. guide. Was yep. that an American show? Yeah, I think it was an American show. Like, is it? Wait, no, if no, it's Nickelodeon. Yes, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Okay. Cause I, I thought it was like family for some yeah, reason. Family it was on Family Channel, but it was Family Channel technically took some Nickelodeon. Shows yeah, yeah. no, of course, of course. It wasn't Disney exclusive. So I mean, I don't know about. I mean, obviously I know about you, but I, mean, I don't know about the listener. But <laughs> that was that you. was to me one of my favorite shows. It was growing one of my favorite shows. I know one um, of those shows I, I saw on the schedule. And I always made sure three thirty. Yeah. Nets classified. I'm I'm out there. And it was a show with a lot of sneak substance to it. You yeah, know what those I'm saying? sneak humors where it's like someone does something in the background. You're not really looking, but you're like. Or someone says something, it's dry humor, Exactly. For so what you heard was the main character of the show, Ned, Ned. Um, who was the one giving tips in high school at the time, Declassified School Survival Guide, very self-explanatory in terms of the name of the show. Um, he just said it. You know, he wants to make an adult version of that, tax tips, tips about, I guess, mental wellness and this and that and that and this. And he's on board. The, the two secondary actors are on board, Jennifer Mose and, and Cookie, and the and the executive producer is on board. Showrunner too, he said. I think everyone is on board except we don't own the rights. We pitched it, and Nickelodeon said no. Nah. Hello. <laughs> because Nickelodeon wanted to do like a reboot on their own, like as a kids show. Oh, There's so much things that like again, these are like. And you and, and you are right because how many remakes have we seen starting to try to research? Oh, so many. You know what Fresh I'm saying? Prince. So you Not have Fresh that Prince, if um, you have that in the tuck at all times, I own Saved it. Saved by the Bell. Exactly. I'm going to do this in 2028. All of a sudden, something happens. It starts blowing up on the internet. Or it's like, oh, we're, 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 we're rebooting it. Mm -hmm. um, reboot coming out next fall. Now they start hyping that up. And, and the just, crazy part is they're going to get random actors. Oh, of course. They're not going to get the same oh, people. Man. They don't care about these. These actors are gone. Like, yeah, they're gone. It's like done. Like we're, we're, They're trying to like dead it. Damn, man. And then bring it up with a new generation. I need that. I need that. But we oh, don't leak that. Please, I need that. Um, what was the next one? Next Keeper leak. Did I put that? You put that. Because obviously we both want that leaked. Oh, Speaking I put this about one. how passionately we were just talking about it. Uh, New Schmurder. He just played, I think, a snippet of a song. Is that it? Did it end? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I... <laughs> I don't know what to think about this. Like, I need a drop. Like, does it drop? Is this all I'm getting? That like, had to be a, he was going so hard and then... Then a drop. And then... Dum, I know. Right. I, there has to be a drop there. He had to have played the worst part of the song just now because... <laughs> right? The part right before the drop. That's I'm going to say hoping. leak only because uh, his boy has been so fire lately. Rowdy he, Rebel? Yo, Rowdy Rebel has been so fire. fire. He's everywhere on everyone's album. He's man. everywhere, man. He's putting in work. I think Schmerder's on the new uh, Crocodile Teeth remix. Who? Crocodile teeth? Who? Who's crocodile? Crocodile teeth? Who's crocodile teeth? I'll play for you one second, please. Crocodile one moment, please. In a momento. In a momento, por favor. I forgot I didn't have um, DSP open. Mm -hmm. You're not saying the name no more? 
If you will probably say sometime. Well, let's live in a sentence. Somehow. So, if you remember, uh, Crocodile Teeth was on the Nikki. Uh, one of the five songs that she added was Crocodile Teeth yes. with the Skillabang, right? Skillabang. So, it's obviously Skillabang's song. Nikki made her remix. Shmurda and now, first. apparently, Shmurda has mm. his remix. So, they're doing the Scottum Bottom Boppum <laughs> for what's it the called? The Beatum Boppum Challenge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beatbox Challenge. There we go. They might be doing that to, to Crocodile Teeth. And that's a good thing. I like that song. Though. I like that song. That's a, that's a fire ass song. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'll say leak it because it's new Shmurda. And I do want to hear new Shmurda. But I, I, yeah, leak we'll it, I guess. Like, not like a hard leak, you know. If it leaks, you know, leak. But you know, I'm not dying for it. Yeah, it's not a hard leak right now. Still, <laughs> not a hard leak. What's called crocodile teeth? Crocodile teeth. Crocodile teeth. I don't know if it's out though. I I heard I saw like an image saying oh, it's I coming see out. There's other remixes. Out yeah, there, yeah, yeah. That's true, why. true, true, true. Good point. See, there's other ones out there that I could. While you're to. doing that, we are gonna move on to shout outs. Not just much Nikki. We got some shout outs in the motherfucking shout building. Building. A few good ones today. I really like her. Yeah, me too. Uh, first shout out goes to Jermaine Cole. Jermaine Cole. Did man. he play today? Oh, you're not following. Um, There's only one game on TV, and the, the, the first game was on TV, and then the last game was on TV. The finals. Damn. Other than that, no other game was on TV. You need, like the yo, TS, TSN league. I'm not mad at that league, but, like, man. Yo, if I was in the NBA and let's say my team didn't make the playoffs, I'm Nigerian. I'll be like, yo, put me on one of those teams. Let, let's let's go. Yo, you be man. you be crushing the league. Yo, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Who did they have? They had like Roger Mason Jr. and he's like one of the stars. Yo, there. trust me. Yeah, like if you if you touch an NBA team in that on that league, you're you're a, you're a star. Jermaine Cole is playing fucking professional basketball. Think about that. Who would have seen that coming? That's insane. Um, now this one is an interesting shout out because I was reading the the stat itself, and then I was reading the replies, and the replies were very ambiguous. Okay. In some ways, to say like, uh. Didn't this technicality, that, and that, this, that, that, uh, uh, that, 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 that. We always say those, these And stats. I'm reading the responses, and I'm like, I still, it's so ambiguous. Anyways, I'll read what's presented to me. This is, again, on Twitter by Hip Hop by the Numbers, uh, one of my favorite Twitter pages. They go by at Hip Hop Numbers. Uh, it says, J. Cole will become the first rapper in history to have his first six solo studio albums go number one on the Billboard 200. Drake is at five. DMX is at five. Both Nelly and Snoop Dogg are also at, sorry, are at three. Only Drake can equal this. It's funny that um, they didn't say if, they said when. When CLB drops. Now I'm like, okay, help me understand this. Because somebody said, uh, somebody said, wait, Sideline Story went number one? And then somebody was saying, it did go number one, but technically on the third week. So, I guess so then I'm thinking, like, isn't it just... Debut at number one? If it's debut at number one, then Cole's not at five. Because Sideline didn't de- debut, debut at number one. one. So it is going to go number one. But if it's just go number one, then all Jay-Z's albums went number one. What are we talking about? Maybe but not a reasonable but, doubt. But no, but that's... said first. But this is what I'm talking about numbers. Sometimes some albums are really good doing numbers, but they actually don't go number one. It will surprise you. There's probably some country album that's like number two that's renting any other album from going higher. It's crazy. Remember we talked about how like number ones are not... Who got number one like recently? We're like, wow, Travis... Not Travis Scott. I think it was Travis Scott that got like his recent number one. Mm-hmm. Travis Scott's first number one was the one with Drake. Oh, yeah. He went down the yeah, block. Yeah. And taking out how hot he's been before that it's song. That's true. Like, and and it's to It's hard point, to get a number one. And a number one album? I think it's kind of hard. And we have um, a minute and a half left in the first so period. But to your point... point because somebody replied with, and I, and I want to spend a little bit of time on the replies. Somebody said, I'm surprised Kanye didn't do this. I think, so. I'm surprised too. Hip Hop by the Numbers replied, college dropout went number two. 
and behind Nora Jones. See, and that always happens you know a lot in the music. Because like, you... we're talking about Billboard 2. We're not talking about mm-hmm. top hip-hop charts or mm-hmm. this or that. We're like, talking about... Anyway, when we switch to other things, I'll pull up Billboard 100... Well, the top Billboard 200 right now. You see, maybe three of them are actually hip-hop. A lot of them may not even be hip-hop up there. Now, keep taking it in. Because, again, it's first albums. It's not consecutive albums. It's first albums. So, somebody said, do you think Kendrick will make this list one day? And... Uh, there's a page called Hip Hop Numbers Plus. <laughs> what is this? A backup page? It's a, it's a man. It's a man that's hating. It's called Hip Hop Numbers Two, at Hip Hop Numbers Two. Anyways, they said he can't unfortunately because his debut album went 113. And I'm like, but because I don't know, man. This technically, is- and this is where it goes. Like people consider um Section A to be um. Uh, Kendrick's debut album, mm-hmm. which didn't even—I don't think it even touched the top 100, like the top 100 album. True, but then Good Kid, Mad City was the one that like blew him up. up. But Section Eight, a lot of people consider Section Eight or Section Eighty. I can't remember what Section Eighty. But Section. But everyone considers that to be his first quote-unquote album. I consider it to be his first mixtape mm-hmm. or whatever. It's I not agree. His first mixtape. Um, let's end the first period there. I want to read a few more of these tweet responses because again, I think I find this numbers conversation very interesting. So I want to read a few more of them and then. We'll move on, but in hockey fashion, as per Shola's jersey, uh, let's end period number one there. Your sponsored ad can go here. Okay, so it's the beginning of period two. I want to read a few more tweets from this, right? So to the point of Jay-Z, like I mentioned with Reasonable Doubt, somebody said, I'm surprised Eminem or Jay-Z haven't challenged this or have the record. And Hip Hop Numbers Plus, so it has to be a backup page. Both artists' first albums did not go number one. So Reasonable Doubt went number 23. Mm-hmm. And then Jay-Z's next album, Volume 1, went number 3. Eh. And then uh, for Eminem, Infinite, which is his first album, didn't even chart. Didn't even chart. Whereas Slim Shady LP went number 2. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow. So let me, let me read this Go for ahead. you. <clears throat> the top 10 albums on the, uh, the bill. I only say the artists because we don't care about the album names. Money Baggio, Morgan Whalen, DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber, Dua Lipa, Rod Wave... Young Thug, Pop Smoke, The Weeknd, Luke Combs. Now, out of all of those people, all of those people have touched number one, except, guess what, Dua Lipa. It says her peak is number three. Interesting. And just take that in. But you would think that your Dua Lipa would have hit number one wow, at least once. I thought once. Dua was a mega star, And she's man. been on there for 48 week, 58 weeks. Wow. She's been on the chart. So the charts are weird. Like, when you look at those charts, you're like, wow. Like, people just don't do... Like, Numbers are just weird. Like, it, was, it was surprising. Yeah, I think I think I feel like timing has a lot to do with numbers. I a mean, lot too. And that's nothing are. in music period is out. Like, there's no Gaga out to stop Cole from going number one there right isn't. now. You know what I'm saying? No. Um, and then again, to the I'll, I'll end with this Kanye point one more time. Uh, somebody said all Kanye's albums went number one at some point. Nothing was the same, and Take Care took a few weeks to also peak at number of one. Hip hop by the numbers, or sorry, hip hop numbers plus said <laughs> College Dropout actually never went number one. And then presented, see, look, this is, this is what's so interesting. So somebody then said, I must have read this wrong. Presented a link from Billboard. And Hip Hop Numbers Plus responded and said, that's the top Triller chart. See, that's not the that. Billboard 200 chart. See, I don't get that. And, and by the way, Billboard has so many charts. That's yeah. another thing, too. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at one chart. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it's not a chart you think you're looking at. Like, I don't know. Somebody was saying because DMX, uh, rest in peace, has five, and then obviously we know uh, an album is coming out, yes. so it may or may may not go number one. But nonetheless, somebody was saying 
couldn't DMX tie it too? Because again, the tweet said only mm-hmm. Drake can tie it when certified drops, right? Um, but technically, DMX can tie it. Couldn't, but then Hip Hop by the Numbers said DMX's sixth album went number two this year, The Dog. Again, it was outsold by a couple hundred thousand by a Hits Compilation Now album at the time. Like, Hits Compilation Now, like, fucking, oh, come on, man. And that's, yo, charts are just weird, man. Like, yeah. It's it all about what people in the world are listening to. And trust me, America is not the world. <laughs> that was an interesting one. Okay, so I know we spent a lot of time on that, so I won't spend I like too much it. time on the others. Um, well, actually, the Nav one has some some topics. There's more J. Cole oh, on yes. here. Oh, yes. The J. Cole one is just about how much numbers he put up first week, speaking of numbers. He put up 289 first week. I thought it, I thought it was 310. Oh, this is a tweet today, though. Uh, yeah, this was from academics. Uh, I don't I, number numbers are. Ah, I thought he minus. hit three ten. I wanted him to hit three ten. I would have liked him to see that. Three. Big win, nonetheless. Big oh, win. Course. Just shut us to shut us to Cole all the way. I mean, again, for as intricate as that first number ones is, mm-hmm. just with how how in depth we went with it, to selling another three hundred, going almost gold in, in week number one. I mean, that's a major feat. So we'll give Cole a round of applause for that. Shout out to that. Well. How's that little mask gonna stop? Oh, I guess it will. That mask stops the ball. Who? Uh, well, it stops the ball from breaking your face. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm looking at it like, does it? But it I think might, it might touch your face, but you know, it won't. No. Like ricochet, like exactly. Um, next shout out is in order to Nav Batia. Let's go. Now you knew we were gonna talk about Nav Batia, especially with the way his name has been in uh, American media lately. Yep. Um, but let's <clears> first talk about it in terms of what is the actual accolade itself nav batia otherwise known as raptors super fan super fan becomes the first fan period not even rick not even um period Spike Lee? damn that's crazy period let's go to be inducted period. <laughs> did i even do it right i, I don't know how it is but <laughs> to be inducted enough. into the basketball hall of fame again the first ever fan to be inducted into the basketball Hall of Fame. Let's give that a round of applause. Now, um, to your point, you know, you asked the question, not even Spike, right? So you would think it's about just being a super fan, right? Mm -hmm. But it's way beyond that because, and and obviously you know that, I'm not trying to convince you, I'm just speaking to the audience. We know how much Navbatia does for the Raptors organization, for the community, For his people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I found some good perspective here. Now, this is from Matt, a.k.a. intern from the Extra Gravy podcast. Okay. Um, shout out to the Extra Gravy podcast. Mm-hmm. You know the vibes. You know the um, vibes. Big Norm, Marlon Palmer, Alicia Ace West. Shout out to Toronto. Um, shout out to them. They're probably the biggest podcast platform in Toronto, I would say. For now. Huh? <laughs> um, so shout out to them. No, definitely shout out to them. But what, what I like about... I'm going to just call him his podcast name. What I like about Intern is that (laughs) he gets really intricate and in-depth with presenting information, right? Mm -hmm. So minimizing super... This is what he said, and this is a quote. So again, I do want to shout him out. He goes at by at Mr. Matt Nash on Twitter, M-I-S-T-E-R, Matt Nash on Twitter. Says, minimizing super fan nav and bringing up Spike, it reeks collectively of the ever-growing resentment towards Toronto the Raptors organization, and Canada. If you were more than a casual fan, Mm -hmm. you'd know that the relationships between the person and the franchise are vastly different. 
to even have the thought is kind of crazy without even finding out how or why. It's just, why not Spike? Like, Spike didn't just have a fiasco with the employee at the entrance. That would never happen with Nav. Meanwhile, Nav has been quietly buying 3,000 plus tickets for the youth every year before the Vince Carter era. Buying, by the way. He's not going there <laughs> saying, because I'm super fan, give me free tickets to give out. Man, buying, buying. it from Ticketmaster like a regular person and giving out buying. for free. By the way, and he has his own free tickets, by the way. Buying. He doesn't need to buy. If he can go to any home game he wants, have any seat he wants. So he says, nice it. Um, again, we, we see the backlash yes, that's happening from American television. Was giving him some they hate. brought up some points of why not a black man like Spike. Uh, man's like Stephen A. have said a fan should never be in there, et cetera, et cetera. Now I do want to ask. Do you think a fan should ever be in the Basketball Hall of Fame? Because I don't think so. I, <laughs> I damn near don't even think coaches should be. No, I'm joking. I, no, coaches should be there. I know, I know. Hey, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I, I think they should, but I think they need to be at a super high standard because it's I called... I think they should. Honestly, it, you want basketball to be bigger than just what's on the court. And by okay. putting in a fan, no, quote unquote, perspective. Okay. Now, again, you, but by the way, the, the, the standards have to be like super high. You're not like of every course. fan just because you went to a game here in the Hall of Fame. Of course. But like, it just shows that it's bigger than just <clears throat> the 90 by 50 feet we play on or 84 Now, by okay. 50. So, like, that's, a, that's a, all I think. That's the reason why I'll say a fan. But I think, the, again, the standards should be like one every 10 years. Like, I not like. I disagree with that, though, man. I know. And trust like, me, I also agree that I don't think fans should be in I feel there, like, like there's like, other ways. It, for the because don't like don't get me wrong we've known super fan to be super fan for a very long time wait right? so hold up is it nba hall of fame or basketball, basketball hall of fame okay no if it's basketball okay. <sighs> right basketball hall of fame so we know nah, we we know fine. nav batia and yes. not not personally but yeah. i'm saying we know <laughs> we'll super fan as toronto super fan right yeah. we know that about him i feel like the nba could recognize what we already know to exist in our city mm-hmm. in a different way. Sorry, not NBA. I feel like basketball, basketball as a sport can acknowledge that in a different way but, than putting them in the Hall of Fame. I don't think it's just for the city. I think it's for basketball in general. Just trying to say, like, you can be involved in an organization without, or in, like, basketball without actually having to so be... So where do you limit it? But that's the thing. That, but I think that's the whole point. I'm trying to say it's limitless. Like... Okay. You can be at I'm home not I'm not mad. in front of a camera just podcasting about basketball hmm. all day and one day you're in the Hall of Fame. That's what, what they're trying that's to say. Crazy. But that's what they're trying to say. Holy shit. Is that like, but I think that's what they're trying to get at. Is okay. like not limiting to just you have to be in the okay. gym every day bouncing a basketball every day. Mm. You can be a super fan running a, running a what's, what's his business? Car, a car, car business. Dealership. A gym. What is he? And Hyundai. It's Hyundai. Oh. Rexel Hyundai. And I'm there. And then, yeah, bam. And that's it. You can be in the Hall of Fame. I think that's what, I think that's what they're going for. For I, mean, I know, I could, be, I could be thinking too deep into it, and they could just be like, yo. Boundless, limitless. I well, I mean, I, I don't think you're thinking too deep into it. I think you're thinking very early into what it can expand into, because my mind didn't even go there. My mind, mm-hmm. is, my mind is more in the immediate picture, but you're, like, you're, you're talking the infant stages of what could become a boundless Hall of Fame, um, which is a good point. That's what I would think. It like, is a good point. And encourages people, like, you know, just... You don't got to be just bouncing about. You don't. You don't got to be LeBron to make the Hall of Fame. I will say whether or not you think fans should be in there, I think that this is deserved. Yes, I'm not. Um, this so issue. again, I want to uh, shout out Nav Batia, aka Toronto Raptors super fan. Let's give him a round of applause. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's interesting. And that's by the really way, I want to say Toronto Raptors is like the Toronto. We need a WNBA team. I think we do too, actually. Toronto does not get... see the our basketball team as like just a, a business. That's a lot of people don't understand. Like the Raptors in Toronto to Toronto fans are like it's much bigger than that. It's it's part of our life. It's not just one of it's those. It's definitely part of our culture. It's not that's one of those that like, they can just uproot like teams that can just all move. Like if the Raptors were to move, whew, there'll be a riot. Yeah, I just took it. I'm wearing the Strowman hat. And the <laughs> yo, oh, shit, I just took that in. Shit. Jeez. Look at that. Jeez. Full circle. Um, but again, I think yeah. Toronto should get a, WA, a WNBA team. I think in the expansion draft, we should be allowed to get Kia Nurse. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we should, though. We should, honestly. She plays for my favorite team, the Phoenix Mercury, who's you're, stacked, you're apparently. Stacked. <laughs> they're stacked, yo. That, that's like the LeBron, Anthony Davis team. And Phoenix Mercury has been my team since like 04, 03. And I've never had a reason to change them. And they've been my team because of one player in particular. Um, she's my goat specifically. Like I'm not even joking when I say that. Like she's literally my goat, my WNBA goat. I know there's the 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 Lisa Leslies of the world. I know there's Cheryl the Swoops. Cynthia Coopers of the world, the Cheryl Swoops Candace of the world. Parkers, of course. Candace Parkers, if you're going more modern. The fucking god Maya Moore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's that Brittany Gardner? <laughs> I wouldn't say Gardner, um, but yeah. Chamberlain, the girl from Australia. I I, I definitely Lauren Jackson era. Mm-hmm. I I recognize all them Sue Bird who's now making commercials saying she's the goat. I'm not yeah. mad. I'm not mad, you all goat to my idea. Is fucking Diana Taurasi, bro. Fair enough. My, mine is Candace Parker, up. but fair enough. My go is Diana Taurasi. Now, Diana Taurasi, the reason why she's getting a shout-out specifically... Jeez, oh, my God. ...is that... Um, is this old? Hold on. In 2018, blah, 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 it is old. But I guess he just pointed it out now. Yeah, interesting. But, okay, I like that. Anyway, so... It's oh, on a, this day in 2018. Uh, 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 okay, 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 okay. So, May 18th, 2018 was when Diana Taurasi made her 1,000th career three-pointer in her 399th career game. Whatever. Normal stat in some ways. What I will say is... ESPN. At the time, I'm like, what (laughs) emoticon is that? At the time, um, she joined Steph, Clay, and Lillard as the only players in either WNBA or NBA to record 1,000 three-pointers in 400 games or less. So I was like, whoa. She's, hitting, Rossi, that, been she's wet. hitting that Steph pace. She been wet, though. She been wet. She, oh she came God. into the league being Steph, like, before Steph. She's the GOAT, bro. She's the GOAT. I swear to God. Like, when you watch her highlights, it's all three-point shots, I swear. Yo, she's crazy. <laughs> shout um, out to her, bro. Yeah, let's just give her a shout out just because. No, not just because. Because she fired. Um, they should let me run the WNBA, man. I'll make some big changes. Oh, I put this one. Big Draco. Can you just play that? It's just, you know, shout out to Big Draco because he invented he, everything. What do you do first? He did oh. everything first. What do you do first this time? It's loading. It's loading. It's loading. It's a video. It's playing. I created Nicki Minaj Twitter for her. I introduced y'all to the internet. I was the first artist to work with Demigos. I'm the reason why it's Apple Music and Spotify. I'm the reason there's Lil Pump. I'm the first rapper to come out with a video game. So I discovered Chief Keef. Richie Keys just sleep on my couch. I was the first artist on YouTube. Quavo met Travis Scott at my house. Why you think you got an Instagram? That's me. I'm the hottest rapper in the game right now. I don't know that that's a fact, but in your mind, it's... Uh, yo, listen. <laughs> Spot the lie. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say is tell me where he's lying. I don't know if he is. Quavo <laughs> met Travis Scott at my house. <laughs> Yo, I, was, I watched that clip like ten times. I was down. This man say with confidence all those. I times. want to play that one more time. That shit was funny. He said that shit with confidence. Holy shit! 
I created Nicki Minaj Twitter for her. I introduced y'all to the internet. I was the first artist to work with Demigos. I'm the reason why it's Apple Music and Spotify. I'm the reason there's Lil Pump. I'm the first rapper to come out with a video game. So I discovered Chief Key. Richard Keys just sleep on my couch. I was the first artist on YouTube. Trevor met Travis Scott at my house. Why you think you got an Instagram? That's me. I'm the hottest rapper in the game right now. I don't know that that's a fact, but in your mind, it Listen, it sounds like facts. It literally Yo, sounds like facts. Do you say shit with confidence? People will believe you. Big Draco, man. It's like when T.I. said he was the king of the South. Right. Big Draco. Um, moving on to new music. Let's get some new music going. Again, as usual, shout out to our guy at Ball Till We Fall Ball till we on fall. Twitter. Tweet, tweet. Alex. Alex. A.K.A. Screen Man. Need to know podcasts. Joe Budden yeah. podcasts. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. Um, in terms of what's out, and then, of course, obviously, after we talk about what's out, we'll get into what we actually listen to. Um, we have Lil Baby and Kirk Franklin with a record called We Win. We, we have win. Polo G and Lil Wayne with a record called Gang Gang. Gang Gang. Uh, City Girls with the Twerkulator, a uh, single. Uh, Benny the Butcher and 38 Special came out with an EP or an album, I should say. That one's called Trust the Sopranos. Um, some typical features on there, El Camino, Ransom, Shea Noir, etc., um, 42 Doug came out with Freedom Boys. That's an album as well. Birdman and Roddy Rich and Lil Wayne came mm. out with a record called Stun a Man. Um, Young M.A. came out with a project called Off the Yak. Yeah. A Boogie with the Hoodie and Lil Durk came out with a record called 24 Hours. 24 Hours. Uh, YG and Mozzie came out with Community Service, spelled with a K. Of course, you know. That is an album. <laughs> um, some features on there, Ty Dollar Sign. Uh, Young M.A., Tyga, etc., Bobby Sessions came out with a record which I didn't listen to yet. There's Benny the Butcher and Freddie Gibbs Ooh, on all there. Your on that. And that is called Gold Rolex. Uh, Russ, another single, Go Figure. That one's called 315. Something. He has to be dropping something. Soon. Not to be confused with Stone Cold. Um, Lotto, I was going to say Big Lotto. Honestly, I'm going to call it Big Lotto. I yeah, I'm just going to fuck that, man. Big Lotto uh, came out with a record called The Biggest. See? It's called The Biggest. Come on, man. Imagine Big Lotto coming out with a song called The Biggest. You know how hot that would have been talking about your on, name man. change from, from to Big Lotto? Why man. they call me Big Lotto? Because I'm Who's the biggest. Who's your fucking market? Yo, come on, should, yo, People need to hire us to do their marketing. Come on. Pooh Shiesty. Came out with Shiesty Season, the Spring Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the Summer Deluxe. It's in summer, though. It's, it's May, damn near. Money, man. Yeah, Money Man and Young Dolph came out with a whole lot of Ransom and Lloyd Banks. That's one I forgot to listen to as well. That one's called Gluttony. Apparently, Lloyd Banks has an album coming out oh, soon. Okay. Uh, Mac Hami came out with Pray for Haiti, West Side Gun, The God Fahim, and Keisha Plum are some features on there. T.I. came out with what, What's It Come To? That's a single. Uh, Masego came out with the Extended Stay, which is the deluxe version of Staying Abroad. Um... Sean Kingston and G Herbo. Interesting. Mm. Darkest Times. There's some singles. Your, some your singles People's Rumor. Song. RMR. Yes, rumor. Yep. And Tyler Yahweh. That, that one's called Vibes. Fire. I like that song. Uh, Young Nudie came out with Dr. Evil. I'm assuming that says Evil, right? Yes. EV4L. That's an album. Uzi Vert 21, G Herbo. A few features on there. Max B came out with 75 in the can. Spot him, got him. Came out with no TikTok. That's kind of all I got. a lot of shit, Yeah. just... A lot of shit. Sada Baby, Big Shot, Hit Boy. Wow. Interesting. Sada Baby, Big Shot. Oh, I think I saw that song because it's all, on, it's all on Detroit people. Interesting. Oh, Amorphous came out with a Kalani record. That one's called Back Together. Uh, and then Lil Nas X, Dill's favorite artist, came Still out with Sun Goes Down. Did you listen to that track? Okay, good. 
he didn't make a, a big buzz around it, so no, he didn't listen to it. <laughs> All right, he didn't dance on the devil. So in terms of a few songs that we listen to, now again, I mean, with singles, we don't usually provide in-depth reviews exactly. for singles. Um, so in our 10 minutes here of the second period, let's see how many singles we can get through. Go, go, go. Lil Baby and Kirk, what was I going to say? I don't know. What's Lil his name? Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Franklin. Name? Kirk Franklin. I don't know. I, I was thinking about Jonathan Kirk. <laughs> I like Kirk. I was, like, gonna, I was gonna say like little baby and Kirk the baby. Like I don't even know where I was. I don't know where I was going with no that. Kirk, that was it. I don't know where I was going with that, man. Um, but yeah, Kirk Franklin, little baby. This is off the Space Jam soundtrack. Yes, Space Jam's coming out. Soon. This has to be when LeBron wins the ring. Sure, probably. It probably. has to be right. I mean, this one is produced by Just Blaze. Just Blaze. Um, and it sounds very celebratory. It's called We Win. Yeah, it's when they win. Or it's probably at the end, like... At the yeah, end, like, like the end of the movie when he wins the title. Uh, that's the most I'm going to play. I'm not daring to do that. Oh, they're rating that shit down right now. Oh, for sure. They're the helicopter. The, the Cole one. Cole allows you to use the music. You just can't monetize off it, which mm, is fine. Which is fine. But, like... Some people are just Coyle like... Coyle Ray blocks it. Yeah. Hello? You know about her impressa? Yeah, Yo, that's you know, knowing that, you know, imagine they're arguing. That's funny. <laughs> Yo, I'm that's, that's going to be. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Um, but no, the 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 little baby, uh, Kirk, uh, Franklin record. I actually really liked it. Um, yeah. again, produced by Just Blaze. Sounds celebratory. Sounds somewhat church esque, like yeah, a Kanye definitely. type of thing. Choir, because Kirk um, Franklin. And it makes sense that it sounds like a Kanye thing because we know some of his influences, Just Blaze, and again, Kirk the church influence with Kirk Franklin, etc. I actually I downloaded this record. I, I've played it five, six, seven times at this point. I actually really like it. I'm, I, I, I'm, I really I'm like not it. feeling. Maybe I'll give it more spins. Mm-hmm. I've only heard it once when you played it. But. Yeah, I think I think you definitely um, you know warm up to it. It, it might it might swing your way. Uh, Polo G, Lil Wayne, Gang Gang. Oh, I love this song. That was called Gang Gang. I love this song. Can't wait for the album. Lil Wayne's going crazy. Yeah, Lil Wayne's probably on his feature shit. To me, Lil Wayne is going crazy. (laughs) I think I think the key to Lil Wayne, um, and and I wanted to put the note here because I wanted to make sure I mentioned it. I feel like so you know how and we know how he's been living literally under a rock Mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. I think he finally figured out, like he finally mastered today's sound. Kind obviously, like when, obviously, it's still Lil Wayne. I'm not like how when Cole went away and he like came back and was like, oh, I was like kind of out of touch. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. Kind of. Not like saying fully like and, that, and, but and, in a and way. And the reason you say kind of is because Cole still doesn't sound like today. Cole still sounds like Cole. He, he just does. like Cole because it, 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 it pierces through today's yeah, sound. Yeah, exactly. He knows how to make his own music. But Lil mm-hmm. Wayne has mastered today's sound, bro. Lil Wayne was today's sound before. Whole, exactly. And that was a funny part. Exactly. It was like, that's why he always sounded so different. So he like, wow, this guy is really Sega Dreamcast. He was ahead of his time, man. I'm telling you. Polo yeah, that was G, a good song. Lil Wayne. I don't know if I should play that. I feel like Polo G got his block oh, last Polo, time. Polo so. He's 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 big now. Like. Not gonna do that. Not gonna do that. Um, speaking of Lil Wayne, so there's a Birdman record called Stunna Man. Is Birdman actually rapping on this track? Yeah. Oh fuck. Somewhat. I don't um, hear Roddy Rich, but I don't want to hear Birdman. Lil Wayne, Roddy Rich, and I thought Lil Wayne and Birdman still. Nah, that'd be honestly. I don't know what goes on in this in the world. I actually didn't like the song at all. Fair enough. I I, I will say that. Um, I think I could play a little bit of that because I will only listen to it just for Roddy Rich. But that's about it. I don't even know if Roddy sounded that amazing, to be honest. I, I don't. I did not see Roddy sounding good on this track, especially if Birdman was on it. Give me a Lil Wayne Roddy song. Stunner man, let's play a bit of that. Oops, play, pressed it wrong. Let's press play. And I got the whole hood on go. So 
Lil Roddy just sounds eh. Get it red dot. Head shot of white and take. Sounds kind of hard. And then. Alright, let me see if I can. That's how we lace the shit. Get money, stay break a bit. Yeah. <laughs> man, bro, man, just stick to business. That's oh man, yeah, that that one's not good, man. To me, to me, I, um, I don't feel it. City Girls Twerkalator, you have to like that song automatically. Have that, um, like, what you said at the beginning. For those that don't know it, it uses the Africa Bambada Planet Rock um, sample. sample, and not even really sample. They just use the fucking beat, <laughs> <laughs> and it puts something over it. It's a twerkalator. It's a twerkalator. <laughs> yeah, that, that that that's a hit. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's fine. Um, I didn't listen to the A Boogie Dirk record. I didn't record, listen to it either. So I'll skip that for now. Uh, are the rest albums? Uh, album, yeah, they album, are. The rest yes. are albums. Okay. Um, in terms of, did you listen to the nudie? I was I listened to like the first two tracks and I said I was gonna come back and then I just didn't. But so I'll, yeah. I'll talk about little uh, nudie. I'll yeah, talk nudie. about young nudie in that case. Doctor Evil, spelled Doctor E V four L. Um, this one's 13 songs. It's 45 minutes. Uh, features again. There's only three features on this, I should say. Uzi, 21, and Herbo. And something's interesting about Nudie where he just won't... Like, he has a coal effect to him. He doesn't use features. Yeah, he, he, he does. <laughs> he's, he's released, like, two albums, no features. <laughs> and he has a 21 Savage connect. Like, he can get 21 on any track. You, he can create a joint album with 21 Savage. He's he has so many connects. He was the only solo record on... The compilation Dreamville record. Yeah. For project, I mean. 21 Savage is like his best friend. Think about how many artists were He's, on Dreamville. He has a joint album with Pierre Bourne. <laughs> like the man has like when you look at some of his some of his credits, like he's working with some big names. Yeah. And he just um, He's close with Thug and them. Yep. He's from Atlanta. He's yeah. big in that Atlanta scene. Come on, this is crazy. Nudie, but what are you doing? He was the only record on the dream on the on the dream on the yeah. Dreamville thing. And then even the three features that are on here are big features, right? Yep. Like Uzi, say less. 21 who you know again to your point with the connection and that's that's 21 and then herbo who you know um sounds fire on all his features and and i know this he was on the spiral thing too on his own track yeah own (laughs) track again like there's some like this is that in his business uh, contract or something (laughs) i don't know but i think he's like whatever he's doing i think he's doing it right i think he's so low-key with it you don't see him in the news yeah he does his shit and that's about it yeah i think i think he's taken almost like an early thug approach where thug didn't care thug still doesn't care about sales (laughs) <laughs> I don't think so. I think he this, I, I mean think he obviously you care about money yes obviously but I'm saying you don't care about being at the top of the charts yeah, and let me push my now. shit and da 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 he knows how to work behind the scenes I, think, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what Nudie probably does he's probably doing some shit behind the scenes making way more than he probably makes off an album because of yeah. record labels and stuff and the, and the record and the music is just to keep the name relevant probably I, I could believe that yeah I mean in a lot of ways uh, just I mean there's no real deep dive on this album I will say this in, in a lot of ways it's typical Nudie Right, yeah. typical young nudie. If you like his music, I don't see any particular reason to dislike this. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't skate too far from his lane. Yep. Um, it kind of just sounds like typical nudie. If you don't like nudie, you this is not going to bring you, you in. Probably, okay, fair enough. Like this is not going to say, "Yo, listen to Doctor Evil. You're going to fuck with nudie." If mm-hmm. you don't fuck with that sound or or young nudie in general, you're not going to. This is not going to do it for it. you. Yeah. He doesn't elevate it. Nothing stands out. Fair enough. Nothing is amazing. It's just. When you go Young Nudie and you press Artist Shuffle, you know you're getting more records at the same level, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know I, I, no, that was a good way to put it. I like the way you put it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a good way. Um, to me, I think it's like you're at the day party, this record's playing. Not that you're bobbing your head crazy, but you're bobbing your head almost like, what the fuck is this? 
But you're like, mm, I'm not too mad at it. Like it's good. Keep, like you know, it always says like one of those like if you just pay attention for a second, you're like, oh shit. Sure. And if I have a conversation, you don't mind that in the background. Like, Wait, what is this? Oh, okay, I'm not bad. I'm not mad at it. It's not bad. Like I feel like that's kind of the reaction that that a that a general average listener would and have. That, nudie, and that's why nudie for me is like workout music for me. For yeah. Nudie. It's like I'm in the gym. I'm not really paying attention, but when I do pay attention, I'm like, oh shit, I'm fucking with this. All right, back to my reps. And then after I done my ten, I'm like, oh, ten. Oh shit, this is hard. <laughs> Go to facts. another machine. Like all right, where's one, two, six? That's that's what nudie is. Um, no facts. Like, and and I think you know that's, that, you that's the role that he plays, right? Um, in the last two and a half minutes of the second period here, I'm going to start talking about that Benny and 38 special. Uh, that one's called Trust the Sopranos. It's 10 songs. It's 31 minutes. Uh, let me just actually bring it up here on my DSP. DSP <laughs> on, my, on my DSP of choice. Of choice. Um, Trust the Sopranos. So with this one, again, like I said, 10 songs, 31 minutes. A few songs I'll point out. Track two. Um, I really like how the song sounds vocally. It's similar to one of those like popular, really popular songs from like a year, two years ago or so. I feel like you'll know what I'm talking about if I play it. Hold on. Because like I have no fucking clue which song it is, but I know it's like a song, bro. The militant fucking bitches and whip smoking. Colin Benjamin's brought my 40 to church. You don't know the shit I meant. Niggas been trying to get. Hold on, obligatory pause, obligatory pause. Who produced that? I have no idea, but that sounds. I love that one. That, I like that. Oh, fuck, man. I don't know it. I don't know it, but that, that cadence sounds very familiar um, from a really popular song like maybe two or three years ago. And I just, I can't figure it out. If you know what the hell I'm talking about, tell me in a group chat or put it in the comments below, man. Please, please put that shit in the comments below because it's on the tip of my tongue. I feel like maybe a French record or something like that. Like, I don't know. Something, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Track three is called Price of Fame. I'm always going to gravitate towards a ransom verse to me. Like, I think he has one of the most distinct um, voices in rap. Shay Noir sounds really good on this record too. Let's play a little bit of this as we sort of phase out to end the second period. Energy, a dull blade can always be sharpened by smart enemies. A hundred arms like large centipedes, dark tendencies. Every clip I got for the game is like Bob Menories. Like he doesn't waste a bar. Like I've said this about Ransom a hundred times. Spots, pin game code. Invest my figures and I buy stock. My drip game code. Cause squeeze a river from my eye drop. Nigga. Shay Noir. Crazy shit. Um, let's end the second period there. Let's get on with the third. Third period. Third period. Third period. Um, again, not to spend too much more time on this. Track four is called Spineless. More ransom. Uh, I, I noticed that he did reuse a line though. Um, he said uh, you can't be a menace in this game if you owe dog I don't know if you remember me ever highlighting that line from a previous ransom project but I don't think so I'll play that hold on one second recycling lines man come on man get that book out (laughs) oh I noticed he recycled a lot I wasn't mad at it though I was like I was listening I think I I think I was um, 
I was at home. Back home smoking legal. And I was listening to it and I'm like, wait, I've heard this line before. Oh, the niggas thought I was Peter Barnes. I used to keep a half a brick inside of a VCR. Downstate, I made the biggest niggas just leave the yard. They wouldn't give me space so I can shine and be a star. Delete your bars. Can't pay the plug if you broke, dog. You'll never be a menace in these streets if you owe, dog. Hear me out. You can't pay attention at no cost. Just clear the house. That name that you mentioned is folklore. The cool. What's, that's that's like, fire. He said you can't pay attention at no cost. This guy's a philosopher, bro. What are we talking about? At no cost. Um, that's a bar. That's a bar. That's a fucking People bar. People don't know what a bar is. And you say, oh, I went down the stairs. Now I'm downstairs. I that's went not down a bar. the stairs. Now I'm downstairs. A. <laughs> that's not a bar. Uh, and then finally, track six is called Long Story Short. I want to play a little bit of that because it gives me like a mid 90s mob deep type mm. feel. I really like that record a lot. This is Benny the Butcher 38 special and he. We're black 38 and blew my first round. At 16, I was a street nigga. I used to package nickel bags and go and post in the street with them. Really old school feel to that, so definitely feeling that. I mean, this project is, is, is solid, right? It's just it's a solid project, some, some good records on here. Um, again, good rapping on here. This is going to be for people that really like rap music. Um, this is going to be the type of project for you. Again, Benny, 38 Spech, Trust the Sopranos. What I also appreciated about this is um, I feel like it's a little bit more than just Bar You to Death. Because mm -hmm. I know that, and I, and I know, not that I know, I'm speculating, obviously. Um, I feel like Benny is taking the criticism and slowly correcting it as you should you know of course yeah, because right? sudden change you lose so many fans because i feel like the the criticism that he faces is that he's just barring you to death there's no actual there's no substance music to it there's yeah. no a chorus or mm -hmm. hook or it's this or that bar, and i feel like bar, they're playing a little bit more with music as when they're doing this but still barring you to death in a good way so i'm not mad at that at all um, you didn't listen to YG Mozzie. I did. It's gonna be on my next week list. <laughs> yeah, let's let's skip that. There's a, actually, it felt like a lot of music came out, but nothing. It, it, it nothing didn't stick. Quality. Nothing was quality. Like, I feel like I, it's all like playlist music. Like I might take a one two track from these albums and I never listen to. I listened again. to the YG Mozzie. Even the Forty Two Doug did the same thing for me. I was just like, eh. you know, let's talk about Forty Two Doug. Eh. Nineteen songs, fifteen minutes. First of all, it's called Freedom Boys. Forty Two Doug should not be releasing nineteen <laughs> songs. You know, like no, I mean that some artists you don't need nineteen. Like J Cole can give me nineteen songs. I know those 19 songs will be solid and he still wouldn't because he's smart enough to know ain't exactly. no way trying to 19 songs exactly now you're 42 Doug you ain't telling me shit <laughs> I don't need 19 songs with you telling me nothing give me 12 of your best tracks and that's Facts. what you guys don't understand they give me 12 of their best tracks everyone will say you know what Baby on Baby was fire it was like 13 tracks no one realized that and that's when no one realized he said the same flow in every track exactly because by the time it ended you're like yo I'm you're still like, in you're this like, you're like your, your ears are still smoking you're like this exactly. was crazy you don't have time to get tired of it mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so I'll say that because like after track seven, it started off strong. After like the Dirk track, track it didn't seven, start off strong to me. I thought it started off strong. I just I was like, listening and I'm like I'm cool without this. I like the, the give me three forty two Doug features and that's all I need. Here. <laughs> and that's the, I, I just like him as features. I realized that too because every track with a feature I like better. Like, I like the one with Future a lot. I like the one with Roddy Rich of course. Yeah, um, but I will say I mean for me it, it did again fit into the quality level quality level of. 
playlist music. Yeah, it's, and I'm not mad at the quality level of playlist it's, music. Exactly, I'll never be mad at the quality level of playlist music. music. Um, I do think he does have the ability to make catchy hooks and flows. Yeah, there is something about him. He knows how to voice, do that. Right? Um, his day one said they were really disappointed this album. Mm-hmm. He said he went really mainstream with this. Mm. I, I'm not his day one. This is the first mm. project I've ever heard from him, so mm. I like this. This is his Earth Gang um, Mirrorland. I guess so. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Honestly, I liked it. I enjoyed it, kind of. <laughs> But yeah, his day one. His day one said he did a lot more of the singing, a lot more of the whistling. It felt more trappy. I'm gonna give myself that. I am listening to you though. I know you're mirror. I didn't get the Mirrorland. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't like Mirrorland because it sounded so fucking mainstream, bro. There you go. So that's why what it was. There, good example. Good example. <laughs> Fuck. Um, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Honestly, it's like if you like Forty Two Doug, mm-hmm. go listen to it. If you don't, I'll just say. Don't listen to it. Yeah, and I feel like that's the theme for this week. Um, if you like the artist, pretty much. It. If you don't, it's a good skip. Pretty much. Let's let's save Young Ma for last. I suppose yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna mention that next, but we really only have two other projects to talk about. And she's one of them, right? And she's one of them. So, yeah, so I guess she's the... technically our main event. I want to talk a little bit about Akeem Ali Mac in the day starring Kimi. Not back in the day. Mac in the day. Starring uh, Kimi. After you said that, I have to go look at him. I'm like, hey, what? <laughs> I'm like, hello. Um, I've never heard of this artist specifically. So what drew you to? Apparently, this artist was a, a sleeper pick on the Joe Budden podcast, uh, maybe 30 episodes ago, 40 oh, okay. episodes ago, give or take. And apparently, they uh, Akeem Ali kind of blew up from a 85 South interview, or, or he was on the show type thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to my group chat for giving me the background knowledge. <laughs> I'm like, who is this Akeem Ali dude? I feel like, like I've heard the name. Like, I would have seen it, but like, I didn't is that care to read it. Um, to me, he's an intriguing artist because, now, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't listen to this in full. I, I want realized. to, though. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of drawn into what I'm hearing so Wait, far. What's, what's from what you heard so far? What's it sound like? So, to me, it's, it's like a very, it's like R&B, soul, hip-hop with a 70s flair. Mm, 70s flair. You know what I'm saying? 70s vibe is smooth. It's groovy. Like it's groovy. Let me play That's a little. Like, when she says 70s, I always think groovy. I'm just like groovy. it's groovy. Like, like even the even the album art, even his uh, Casanova. Uh, sorry, yeah, his uh, single, Kenny Kimi Casanova, the album art from there. Like his aesthetic seems to be like Al Green <laughs> aesthetic. You know I like what I'm saying? People know their aesthetics early and they just they ride with it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I hate when you see someone's like album cover. like, what were you going for? Just abstract. This is like... I'm really fucking with this. Landscape. Um, so to play a little bit of that Kimi Casanova record from 2020. Akeem Ali presents Back in the Day starring Kimi Casanova. Now, obviously, you hear that and you know the fucking intent there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's super fucking 70s. I feel like yep. I'm watching a porno. I'm oh, joking. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. when you're at the bar, like, you are now listening to the radio. In terms of his actual sound, I'll play a little bit of, of track two, which is called Sugar. S H U G G A. Sugar. Sugar. That's exactly what the back and taste like. And I'm confused because I don't know how much I don't know if I like it. I don't know. I, I gotta listen to some I don't know if I'm still dissecting it. So what I will say to me, like, dare I say vocally he sounds like CeeLo meets Anderson Pack. Okay, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? 
at least from this small sample size. This is a four-minute sample exactly. size. Exactly. Like, we haven't heard anything else. For, for all we know, on this track, you can sound like pop smoke. Yeah, for all <laughs> we know, right? But I I, I have my eye on him. I, I like that, it because it's, like it it's different. Exactly. Like, you're giving me something I like, which is kind of like the hip-hop sound mm-hmm. in a different, you know... In a different body, basket. form, yeah. sub-genre, whatever Package. you want to call I, it. I don't mind it because I, I like... I, I'm open to other music. Yeah. You don't got to give me the same shit every time. So I don't really have an album review, but what I will say, this is an artist I'm, I'm keeping my eye on, this artist. Akeem Ali? I'm actually going to listen to this. I actually want to yeah, listen to Yeah, and this. I'm actually going to press follow on Akeem Ali right now because, yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. Um, but yeah, no, that, that that's decent. I would say that's an intriguing listen. Let's talk about... Oh, he definitely has a 70 vibe from his... He knew what he was going from when he started in like, his mm-hmm. sound. Like I feel like he knew what he was going for. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Young M.A. Young M.A., Off the Yak. This is 11 songs. This is 32 minutes. 32 minutes. I'll be honest with you. I don't have a lot to say about this. Me neither, honestly. I really don't. Um, even though it's our headliner well a headliner wouldn't even mean long conversation we just you know pick the one that we both listen to <laughs> um i do like that it starts with her single successful okay so it starts hot starts right hot, like you you recognize successful you recognize the record it's a big record um i'm trying to think what other records on here i just felt like this whole thing lacked quality in yeah. my opinion like, it just felt like there was no quality to it it feels like she's not trying yeah, like, um, like she doesn't care to try. There we go. That's a good way to put it. I put my favorite tracks: "Successful," "Hello Baby," "Big Stepper," and "Off the Yak." And after I wrote it, I realized those were actually the singles. I'm like, that's I how I felt about, about the album. Yeah, I was like the singles were the best tracks, to be honest. Yeah, this, and and that's like, there was a few miss me's with that, like that Ruby Rose track, that Max YB track. Like I didn't need those. I think the Ruby Rose track she just came out with a with a video for that. That was so basic. Don Diva. Like I was listening to Ruby, I'm like, yo, why is the flow mm-hmm. basic? Yeah, we played it. Yeah, we played it. 80k for the Cubans, but that don't cost shit. 80k for the Cubans, but that don't cost shit. That's not a bar. That's not a bar compared to. You can't pay attention at no cost. Like, come on, man. What are we talking about? Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not going to be. What I will say is this I'm not going to be critical of Young M.A. on this at all. And the reason why I'm not going to be critical at all is because. We gotta, and I'm not saying you're not doing this. We gotta understand her business prowess. She knows she's not trying. She knows every dime she makes off this is hers. She has to know she's not trying. She's like, I'm just gonna, eh. Yeah, I feel like they need something. This was her attempt into the New York drill lane. Because a lot of these songs were like in the New York drill heavy. Yeah. Not something she's done before, like the Fabio type beats. And I, and I feel like, I, I actually feel like with Young and May. Which fit her really well too, by the way. I really liked her on these drill beats. I feel like. She is smarter than all of us. She and, said it one of the tracks. And what, I, and what I mean by that is I can picture every single one of these records having placement on TV shows, mm-hmm. in video games, mm-hmm. in, on, on, in fucking movies, yep. in her own... I think she, is she still doing adult film? Probably. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when so I, I feel rappers, like this is, this is 10 steps ahead of what any of us are thinking. Uh, and uh, I am going to give her that, that credit, even if that's not the case. I believe that just simple fact that she refused to be signed. For, and she even signed this record. On one of the records, she was like, oh... Some of you guys are signed, but I still make way more money than you guys. Yeah. Or she's like, you guys sell way more records than me. I are signed, but you don't. You guys are still like, you guys still don't make. She's some along those lines. I was mm-hmm. like, and that's the one thing people don't get. Like, when you're not signed, you might not sell as many records, but you get a shit ton more of that profit. Yeah, way more. Remember, um, before he snitched, Troy Av was real good at that. 
uh, <laughs> at being independent. Oh and yeah, he would talk mm-hmm. out loud about how much more he's making, yeah. and he was like, "I'll sign as he's like, I'll do a hundred k, and I'll make as much as someone did three mil." Yeah. He takes home like he said he takes home like eighty percent of every track. Five percent goes to his manager. Yeah. Five percent goes to his lawyer. Two percent goes to his accountant. He said he has like whatever team do the rest. He put, he does his own publishing by the other team does his own publishing. Like, Boy, he was playing the game. That I remember. What a disappointing school. story, Troy had. Troy man. Had, he had man. He had a That's potential so, so to these be. These guys are so smart. They're putting power. it in the wrong, in the wrong. You know, just Troy. To- Troy have is rust before rust. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Troy have was a manager. Imagine he was running a label. You know, yeah. people you have under him. You know, That's crazy. Bringing in. But yeah, back to Young and May. Um, just just to kind of wrap up the album. Uh, I mean, again, it is what it is. She's not trying. It's not good, quote unquote. Nothing is gonna draw you in, but it's cool. It's aight. It'll be on a playlist. Exactly. It's aight. You know, background and music again, I feel like she's ten steps ahead because I feel like these records are made very intentionally, mm-hmm. where she knows either she's not trying or she knows she already has placements in exactly. other places with staying power for these records. So. I'm going to give her that benefit of the doubt. I'm going to salute her on this release. Off the Yak, 11 songs, 32 minutes. Um, Shout out to Young and May for that. Um, Yeah, that's kind of it for for new music. Yeah. So let's, of course, get into our rotation. Um, If you want to go first, because I've been going first the past couple weeks. I will do that. Now they don't put it the first thing at the beginning to know. Yeah, it's very hard to find, bro. Okay, <laughs> so I bumped the off season by J Cole, of mm-hmm. course. Um, Spiral the book of the from the book of Saw soundtrack. Um, I went on a this is like rampage. I went on a this is Tupac. Mm. I went on um this is Alisa Kara. Oh shit, my bad. I went on a this is Alisa Kara. Br- Brampton's very own. Brampton's very own. Shout yep. out to Alessia Kara. Oh, there we go. Let's see Akara, not Lisa Kara. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Thank you for believing by um, Tusi. Um, now, this is when we go into the, this is. This is Tupac. Um, this is Roddy Rich. This is Frank Ocean. This is Six Slack. This is Juice World. This is Lil Peep. Uh, this is Biggie. I did bump. This is Biggie. Um, the Young Stoner Life album. I bumped that. Khaled by Khaled. A few songs off that I really like. Uh, I already talked about Tusi. Thank you for thank you for believing. While you're talking about that, I thought the time was the score. Oh, you missed it. It said eight forty, eight thirty nine. I'm like, is that the eight to forty? Is that? <laughs> no, NCAA scores be wild sometimes. They be wild. They be wild. Some teams they don't they don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than single life, you know. Yeah, my my music list pretty short. Um, in general, does I haven't really been bumping. I realized this year, like, just ask yourself outside of coal by quote-unquote yeah. default and I, and I almost say that jokingly but just eliminate coal from this conversation what's your album of the year give I, me five albums that you even remember already, the name I of i've already told you um thank you that, that's my you know 24k golden there's that not, album there's not that's the this only album year. i've liked like, from beginning to end i could say there's no album. albums this year we need we're gonna have a hot second half Anyways. oh i think it's starting i think this is the beginning today this week was just the beginning yeah this was like the sprinkle like we're just we're touching I was thinking surface. the exact same thing in my rotation before we end off the show um i have some jay-z uh artist shuffle play i have spiral from the book of saw soundtrack i like it man. Yeah, I like see it. those four tracks they come and go quick i like it man i got that georgia smith in there Who? that be right back georgia <laughs> smith i got off season by j cole um i needed when i get home by solange this week i needed that it's been a little while since i bumped that yep yep i bumped that mariba single called rider or die and outside of that, 
nothing else. Yeah, fair enough. Outside of, say, Rap Caviar and Hip Hop Central. Yeah. That's really it, right? So, yeah, very short, extremely short rotation on my end. I just haven't been bumping Honestly, music, man. Exactly. Like, I feel like there's no quality. We have so much, but I want quality. I, I want quality. That's and why I just go to Caviar. Just fuck it. Might as well just play that shit. Exactly. It's from all those albums I'm not listening and to. And I don't want to play Cole every day and exactly. then get sick of it three weeks from now. Like, I still yeah. want to enjoy three weeks and be like, yes, I'm I still, still be playing it. that every day, though. <laughs> I, I play like once every few days. I, I hated that Amari record when it first came out. Uh, but now that there's a video, da-na-na, oh, there's video? da-na-na, I played it on Caviar and it came on and I'm like, this oh. is hard on Caviar still. Maybe. I, I gotta play it again. I, I already skip it anyway. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But I'm liking that song more. Um, end of the show? Uh, I'll say playoffs are starting. No, no, any prediction, just saying playoffs are starting. Uh, let's go Leafs. Okay, let's talk real quick. Suns, Lakers. I got Suns. I got Suns. I got my boy CP3. Fuck the Lakers. I got Lakers in six. I know. I think playoff, <laughs> I think playoff LeBron. I think, I think CP AD. can't catch a break, man. And that's the thing. I think CP. I think Fuck, the only way for CP to God win damn. at this point is teaming up with LeBron. Man. Which he won't do. Or I think he just won't do just I don't, I don't just No, he'll do pride. it. It's just Chris Paul wants to get paid maximum dollar. <laughs> And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. That's true. Right? I'm not mad at I it. I don't blame him. Um, you watching Memphis? Um, fuck <laughs> Utah no. series. Man, Golden State lost in overtime. Yeah, Golden State lost in overtime. Damn. I was watching that game. I was about to go to bed oh. too, and I was like, let me just watch this game, and then kind of like wants you, you don't watch the game, right? No, I saw Draymond. Draymond was just playing stupid. Like he has some like just go to the rim strong, bro. Don't be scared. His IQ is so low. Like, come on, he's 6'9". Say what you will, but his, sorry, not his IQ. His offensive awareness yeah. is so low. <laughs> I seen a tweet. Man was like, yo, man doesn't, man doesn't work on offense in the gym, yo. Or just defense in the gym. Like, that's like amateur offense that we see from him. Yep. Even just sometimes the way he moves, just kind of like, you know. When you see some players move, like, mm, okay, you know, you've been doing this. Yeah, it's amateur. He's just like, you know. Man, well, cue the music. Because with that being said, that will take us to the end. The unfortunate ends of another episode of the True North Views podcast, episode 155. We ask for all those algorithmic favors from you. Please share whatever DSP you're listening to. Share it on your story on Twitter. Share it on your story on Instagram. Sorry, on your fleet on Twitter um, or your timeline on Twitter, on your story on Instagram. Shit, even on your timeline. You share it on your page if you share want. Share it on your page. Um, our YouTube, share that with, with, with anyone and everyone. Let the runtime go up. Press play. Go to a private browser. Press play again. Uh, we would definitely appreciate that. Yeah, she was super safe on that. Yeah, she was mad. <laughs> but, um, man, listen, we, we, we definitely appreciate that stuff. Please, it please, it helps please. us a lot. You know what I'm sure saying? You know what I'm saying? Now, as usual, mm-hmm. I go by the name of Harris. Okay, Dill's Rockefeller chain is Ooh, here. Listening. Oh, I just want y'all to know that I'm the newest member of the Rockefeller team. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of clip. I love that clip. That, that one goes down and the game is tied. Okay. 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 You already know who it is. It's your skirt master here, Mr. Triple Double himself, zero assist. Jeez. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. I'm still in 17 off from the team. On my way to the NBA Jeez. championship. Jeez. You can call me just Shola. Jeez. And please, the number one rule. It's a long weekend. It well, is. Canada. Well, actually, in the world, in the US too. Not in the world. But yeah, it's a long weekend. So you know, watch out for the Wastemans. Watch out for those motherfucking Wastemans. It's the True North Views podcast episode. Yeah. 155. 155. Peace.